This episode is co-funded by the European Union. Views and opinions expressed are, however, those of the author only and do not necessarily reflect those of the European Union. Neither the European Union or the granting authority can be held responsible for them. Hello and welcome to Reactive's Beyond the Byline podcast. I am Evi Kiori and in this special episode of our podcast, our focus is on farmers. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen thanked EU's farmers in her State of the Union address on the 13th of September, expressing her appreciation for providing us with food day after day. Highlighting, however, the need to move towards a more sustainable agriculture to protect Europe's nature. The same line was followed by EU's agriculture ministers during the Agrofish meeting on September 18th. Von der Leyen's message for more dialogue and less polarization in the agri-food policy debate was welcomed by farmers' organizations like Copacogeca, the Committee of Professional Agricultural Organizations, and SEJA, the Forum for Communication between Young Farmers and the European Decision Makers. The agricultural sector has weathered significant challenges in recent years, affecting not only farmers but also their workers, families and communities. Uncertainty looms from various sources, including volatile markets due to geopolitical factors, extreme weather events, regulatory changes and the inherent complexities of farming. The recent State of the Union address conveyed a crucial message recognizing the vital role of farmers in society and expressing support for their efforts to produce food sustainably. The sector has gone through uh, serious hardships over the last years. Uh, farmers, but also their workers and their families and communities, uh, all have been impacted uh, by uncertainty that is surrounding us. Peter Middendorp is president of SEJA. Uh, it comes from various sources, the increased uh, volatility of the markets due to geopolitical turbulence on which we have no control, uh, the new climate normal with droughts, floods, hail, heavy rain, um, it's leaving us no moment to rest, uh, the important regulatory changes which uh, are not always easy to grasp, and more generally all the elements that make farming so complex every day. The State of the Union uh, gave us an important signal Uh, it said to farmers for the first time in four years, perhaps even more, you're an important component of our society and we want uh, to help you achieve your uh, objectives. And that's something we needed to hear, that we have uh, backup in what we're trying to do for all of us, producing food in a sustainable way. I think it's important to have not only uh, in kind of pre-election times uh, have a very close look on the whole agricultural and food system in Europe. Karl Bauer is chairman of Copacogeca. The whole food chain gives us food security. Food security is that important uh, besides food safety. And as we have seen it in the last years, the COVID crisis, the inflation beginning, the the consequences of the Russian invasion, how important it is for Europe as a strategic question uh, to have food security. And that's the first step uh, to get into contact with the whole uh, food change. And it starts with talking with agricultural people, with farmers and women in the farm, and not only talking about them. 
While ecological sustainability is undeniably vital, overlooking the economical and social facets can lead to dire consequences, potentially jeopardizing farming. It all starts with three equal pillars of sustainability. Um, sometimes we had uh, a kind of impression that in in the in the last uh, discussions we were talking very much about ecological ecological dimension of of uh, sustainability, which is important. But uh, on the other hand, if doesn't have the all uh, the both other pillars we will get big problems we see it where especially the economic sustainability is not given that it leads at the end of the day to a kind of giving up the farming and which leads us to no uh, other efforts and no other outcomes and that's why it's so important to have this overview look and this is what is uh, for the next time, uh, the first address, equal conditions between the three pillars of, uh, of sustainability. And farmers in general are very much interested in these three pillars in equal. Uh, it's it's uh, quite simple. Usually, uh, Farmers, farming in Europe is diverse. We have different conditions, but there is one thing that links all of us, uh, which means that we are using, in, uh, our, in general, our land for production, which is not inherited by our parents, but it's a kind of uh, being leased by our children because uh, we need to conserve uh, best conditions for for the future, especially for young people to challenge these new uh, uh, conditions and to lead them to a successful coming into the food chain system. Farming's core challenge is harmonizing food production with ecosystem services and climate change mitigation. Young farmers need support in the form of knowledge investment and stable land access, while the European Commission's signal is promising. Farmers must now focus on policy tools and address potential short-term challenges from environmental legislation to sustain the next generation. Agriculture has always been about working with nature, and it's a very humbling task. Our challenge as farmers is to provide food, but also fiber, feed and energy. And it's the first element that constitutes farming. But we also have to do so while delivering ecosystem services and adapting to and mitigating climate change. To make it all work together with our natural environment can be challenging, uh, but we're willing to do it. Uh, but we need uh, some enabling instruments to tackle all these uh, challenges at once. Knowledge investment, stable access to land, those elements uh, that are needed for young farmers. The signal sent by this European Commission is a good first step in that direction. Now we need to see how to make it work from a policy perspective, what uh, tools are necessary, how to implement them, and also important is to acknowledge that sometimes there are short-term negative effects of environmental legislation on the social economic position of your farmers. If we do so, we can evaluate what to do about this 
if we fail to do so, this will result uh, consequently in the number of young farmers further declining. Although farmers appear committed to fostering discussion on the multifaceted impact of extreme weather, including economic, social and environmental aspects, they are concerned about the lack of attention to risk and crisis management tools in the recent CAP reforms. For us, it's very important to create spaces of discussion on the impact of extreme weather, uh, covering all aspects of it, economic, social and environmental. And during the last CAP reform, for example, CISA raised uh, already the importance of risk and crisis management instruments. Unfortunately, uh, in our opinion, the topic was not visible on the agenda, despite its vital importance for our sector. Um, we need uh, to have an open discussion on what is working and what is not. Uh, we know, for example, that the Council is um, opening new reflections on the crisis reserve. Uh, we are going to follow these reflections with interest, but uh, we also need to look at other tools available on the market. And the fact that private instruments have their own limitations. Uh, besides uh, risk management tools, we need to look at the contribution of EU policy to climate adaptation. Um, as you might know, an ex-ante report on the CAP strategic plan will come out the end of October. Um, it will give us an overview of what is exactly in the programming of member states when it comes to the CAP strategic plans. Um, and we will take up uh, these reflections from here uh, because then we will know what and what is not in the strategic plans in terms of climate adaptation. While farmers welcome the Council's recognition of holistic rural development, it's imperative to discuss synergies with other funds like cohesion policy for sustainable infrastructure. Achieving better coherence between EU, national and regional policies is vital, as the CAP alone cannot address all rural development challenges. It has been quite key for our organizations, because young farmers in agriculture need adequate living conditions. Uh, the Council is finally acknowledging the importance uh, to have a holistic approach to rural areas and above all the importance for the EU. Um, we find it a great sign, uh, despite it coming over the two years after the publication of the vision. Uh, from our perspective, certain aspects need to be further discussed. Synergies to create uh, with other funds, especially the cohesion policy, uh, which could support more sustainable um, infrastructure and services in rural areas, but also uh, to a greater extent, how to create better coherence between EU national and regional policies addressing uh, rural development. Technical innovations play a pivotal role, including the development of new methods and breeding practices. I think there is also a clear ranking when it comes to answers uh, dealing with weather extremes, with climate change in general. And, and this ranking starts with keeping production alive which is the most important uh, one. Uh, only if we succeed in keeping our production alive, we will uh, have this sovereignty, we will have uh, food security. The second step for me is to compensate if it comes to losses. And the third one is uh, reducing financial uh, missings and the next steps are more technical, uh, which when it comes, for example, to 
to de develop new new methods or alternatives or when it comes to breeding or something like this. So there is no doubt. Farmers and cooperatives are vital for rural development, but they face challenges like generational renewal and administrative burdens. Coordinated policies and funds are needed to support sustainable agriculture with fair income, economic viability and innovation. This approach also emphasizes farmers' roles in supply chains and knowledge sharing while addressing funding issues amidst inflation rates. It was clear that farmers and and cooperatives are absolutely relevant and important for rural areas and the development of rural areas. There won't be a successful development if we do not have them both farmers and cooperatives. I think this is out of any doubt. And also there are some challenges like demographic challenges, the generational renewal, but not only this one. Uh, so we, there is a, I think there was a consensus in a need for a holistic strategy and the coordination between policies and also between funds supporting these policies. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, and it's, I think it's based clearly on the Article 39 of the treaty, uh, what is the role of the agriculture, what is the part, and uh, it comes to a sustainable agriculture with three equal pillars, with a fair income of all participants of the food change, with economic viability of farms and innovation support and productivity supported by competitiveness. Uh, that's a very uh, important part. Uh, another part uh, comes to the role of the farmers in, in the supply chain and to support short supply chains whenever uh, it's possible to get a close link between producers and consumers. Uh, it's easier to transfer not only the product but also the knowledge and the and the whole system uh, linked to the production and the ultimate goal is nurturing a well-functioning common market system one that addresses societal challenges and demands while providing unified responses especially in the realm of the food chain and farmers are eagerly awaiting the Commission's details on the strategic dialogue, structure and mandates, embodying a shared vision for agriculture that transcends individual interests. Referring back to the State of the Union, um, I think the willingness of dialogue is a very important one to underline. In CISIA, we always have uh, made dialogue with policymakers and stakeholders uh, one of our core values throughout our sustainability agenda, but even before when discussing the common agricultural policy. Uh, we may sometimes disagree, but uh, we all go out uh, for new inspirations and new ideas to take action. Uh, moreover, we're really looking forward to hear from the Commission about how the strategic dialogue with the agricultural sector will be constructed and what the mandate of the Commission is, but also the mandate of the other actors in this dialogue. Uh, as, we th as we think, uh, dialogue is not just a talk, it's a commitment to a shared vision on agriculture, which gets beyond uh, the individual interests. And that's all for this week. I am Evi Kiori, and this was your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. Visit your Actives stay on top of the latest news, sign up to our podcast newsletter, and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for tuning in, and until next week.